you have been arrested for your crimes, whatever they may be. The judge glares down at you. You are hereby sentenced to live the remainder of your short life in Harrowstone, which, I hasten to add, is a blessing compared to the extent of your crimes and the suffering of your victims. There you will reside in the misery of your thoughts until such a time as you are drawn, hanged, and quartered. May the deities have no mercy on your blighted soul. Heavy manacles are locked onto your wrists as you feel a burning, searing pain on the back of your neck. You belong to Harrowstone. Shrieking. You are awoken by shrieking. At first, you are unsure. Is that terror? Mirth? Lunacy? Guards frantically rush past your cell. Then the familiar sound of metal grinding on stone. You sit up. This isn't the usual commotion. Something is happening. Something's off. A wild-eyed dwarf appears at the bars of your cell. You know him. You know he belongs here anyway. Whatever's going on, you're suddenly glad for the bars between you. He sneers at you, holds up a key, and laughs maniacally as he unlocks your cell. Flight or fight takes over. Your pupils dilate. Your pulse ramps up. Time slows. He will win. But then, he walks away and, still laughing, unlocks the next cell and the next. You creep out of your cell and down the hall. A throng of prisoners all scurry together in one direction. But toward what? On instinct, you follow. Upon turning the corner, you see the warden and several other guards under the lift, effectively creating a wall between you and freedom. You are trapped in this dungeon. Suddenly, you are pushed aside by frantic hands. Starved bodies slam against you. Sinewy arms reach past you. You are swept towards the lift. In glimpses through nodding limbs and snotty snarls, you see your old pal, the dwarf, beating some guard's skull against a bit of jutting stone until you can't tell anymore what's bone and what's brick. Beside him, a large, terrifying-looking man in shackles calmly inches his hand down another guard's pulsating throat. The shackle cuff shreds his lips to bloody streams. All about you, other inmates commit other unspeakable acts of violence. Chaos is too gentle a word. High above, a woman screams. You look up just in time to watch the lift crashing down, flattening guards, prisoners, and your very own legs. If there is pain, you are not aware of it yet. Your legs are certainly broken, there is no doubt. Through the cacophony, you heard the bones splinter. Pain is likely on its way, barreling through the shock. If you are lucky, you will faint or die before it finds you. The damn woman screams again, more frantic, ear-piercing. Prisoners clamor over you and each other, clawing for the lift chains, hoping, hoping to climb to freedom. You can't move. 
the stomping weight of each body causes bone to grind and pop against bone. There is still no pain, though. It's still happening to somebody else. There's still hope you'll die before it's you. A bright blue flash illuminates the hallway. So many scabs and blisters and black teeth are caught in the glare. Men above yell. They sound just as desperate as the men below. Suddenly, you are wet. Your neck, your head, your back, drenched. The odor of kerosene assaults your nostrils. When the fire comes, so finally does the pain. The broken legs, the stomped ribs, the kicked eye socket, and worst of all, the flames. Nothing could have prepared you for the flames. Your organs spasm, shrinking away from the heat. It overtakes you quickly. Your skin pulls, tears, bubbles, exposing bone to fire. You thrash involuntarily. Your muscles spasm, your eyes burst. Soon all that remains is the smell of roasting hair and cooking flesh, the thundering crackle of the fire, and the waning screams of those who burn around you. Your own scream, now but a gurgle in your throat, evaporates as quickly as it appears. Your mind teeters on the edge of insanity until finally you succumb to the torment and become one with the sweet beckoning blackness. Fifty years later, outside the Restlands Cemetery in the town of Ravengrow, Three dampiers stand at the gates in the dark afternoon rain. Coming up the road from town, a young woman walks beside a wagon carrying a coffin. The three look at a letter in hand, the reason they are at this place. Will one of you please read the letter? Can I read? Okay? Yeah. Can, yeah. can your character read? <laughs> oh, shit. Roll for literacy. What language is the note in? <laughs> <laughs> you blew my cover, like, the first line. Oh, are you serious? Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read it, but like it's going to be oh, that's funny. definitely wrong. Go for it. <laughs> Hello, pause. Uh, it is really nice to write to you. This is Mary from the forest and <laughs> I just want to say you're really attractive and <laughs> I, I miss you and I hope we can kiss again someday. Love, Hexo, Hexo, Mary. <laughs> hey guys, did you see this note? <laughs> I love when you read that. My, read it again, my read it again. Oh. <laughs> No, you, here, you can read it this time. Oh, it's not as much fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you know. <sighs> Fine. Dear Florian, it is with sorrow that I am sending you this invitation to the burial and reading of the will for my father, Petros Loramur. <laughs> yeah, it totally sounds different when you read it. Oh, yes, it makes... He has a different accent. <laughs> <laughs> Please come to the Restlands in Ravengrow, 4 p.m. on Star Day, Callistral 18th. His last wishes were that you would be here on this day to receive that which he has left to your care. I do hope to see you then. My deepest sympathies, Kendra Lorimore. <laughs> nice. They're going to be fine, right? The fact that we're not him, they're okay with that, yeah? <laughs> Who cares? This will be fun. I mean... It's we're not Florian, but 
we know him. Do we really know him, though? Right. I mean, like, we know of him. I guess. He's in our blood. It's got to count for something. The woman walks up the road towards you. She's young, tall, dark-haired, conventionally attractive. In the carriage is a very nice-looking coffin. She comes up to you and says, Hello, I'm Kendra Lormer. And you are? Uh, we're Florian. Um, <laughs> but I, Florian is a friend of my father's, so I, I, I know the three of you aren't really him. He couldn't make it though. Oh, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. We we are here to uh, pay respects for Florian ah. uh, on on his behalf. Other people start walking up the road. You see. A tall, burly, but older-looking gentleman wearing very, very nice clothes. A portly, very happy-looking man, though even though he is happy-looking, does have a frown upon his face. With a young, young teenage boy following with him, both dark-haired. And a, uh, a young woman with blonde hair and green eyes also approaches. Kendra turns to them and exchanges some hugs and short pleasantries. And then she turns back. Well, all right then. Who who will be the pallbearers? Uh, I look it to the strapping young sister that we have. <laughs> <laughs> She's a strong one. Um, yeah, I guess I could carry a dead body. That's fine. Whatever. Well, we'll need uh, at least four people Whoa. Florian is only three people, uh, as we established earlier. Yes, I mean, I can I, I can try. Can, will you try, too? Well, oh. if you two are. Wh- what about your your uh, your friend? Maybe he can help? Is there nobody else that wants to carry this with us? The sad, happy-looking gentleman steps forward okay. and takes his place to one side. You all lift up the coffin. Okay, like mm-hmm. everybody on the count of three. One, two, three. Please don't r- make me roll a strange check. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I might start crying if I have to. <laughs> Good to know. I don't want to start notes. by dropping the corpse. <laughs> uh, once everyone is ready, uh, Kendra puts her hand over her heart. She closes her eyes and then slowly draws a spiral with her finger while whispering softly. Could I do a knowledge arcana to know if she's doing like her little circle thing is some sort of uh, spell or some sort of has any kind of magic to it? Sure. Uh, and roll religion. me a knowledge religion while you're at it. Arcana first. Because that's my good one. That's a 20 adjusted. And then religion is a 17. With arcana, you would know that there's no magic being performed. Okay. Uh, for the religion roll... Uh, you would recognize this as the spiraling comet, the symbol of Phrasma. Oh, yeah, good old spiraling mm. comet. Yeah, I know the comet. It's a very common thing to see people doing before they enter the resting place of their ancestors. So she starts walking north, east, up the path, and as it turns and heads almost due north, you notice a path going off to the east that leads to a circle of large headstones and stone obelisks the uh, the kid notices one of you kind of glancing down the path and whispers that's the ancestors walk and then kind of 
slows down and goes back with his father. You pass that and keep heading up north. As you walk up, you notice 12 men, all rather plain, dressed, holding rakes, forks, pitchforks, sorry. Rakes <laughs> forks. forks. <laughs> dinner time. We're here to eat the dinner. Huh. <laughs> it's cheaper than burial. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a lot more economical. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. It's frugal. It's you very don't have to hire a caterer. You don't have to buy a burial plot. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to have a cannibalism party for my funeral. I think that's ill-advised, but... <laughs> <laughs> as, as your friend, I will go on record. <laughs> but, I mean, that's not going to stop me if Saying you do it. Like. don't, but yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> you know <Yeah>. what? <laughs> Eat me, Zach. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> Anyway... <laughs> So you walk up, and we've got the four of you carrying the coffin, a few other people behind, Kendra in the front, and a group of a dozen men standing in front of you, all plainly clothed, carrying rakes and hoes, pitchforks, hammers, and one of the men, an older, disheveled gentleman, steps forward. Is this this guy that's clearly the BBEG? <laughs> Is that who steps forward? You get to meet him in the very beginning of the story. <laughs> okay. Imagine that. Uh. He steps forward. Now that's far enough. We've been talking and we don't want no lore more buried in the wrestlings. The other men nod and shift their weight and you hear some, yeah, yeah, behind him. You can take him up river and bury him there if you want. He looks around at you, then looks back at the men, stands a little taller. But he ain't going in the ground here. Kendra steps forward. What? What are you talking about? I arranged it with Father Grimborough. He's waiting for us. The grave's already been... You don't get it, woman. We won't have no necromancer buried in the same place as our kin. The men nod. Yeah. Five men kind of move up to stand next to the old man. I suggest you move out while you still can. Folks are pretty upset about this right now. Necromancy? Are you really that ignorant? The man growls. They pick up their pitchforks. And everybody roll me initiative. Whoa. Wait, what are they? They're attacking? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, we just wow. came to... We get a chance... Can I, can I like... Uh, Talk him out of it? Like, dude. <laughs> I mean, I know you think that none of your ancestors were necromancers, but statistically speaking, <laughs> there's already a couple of them out here. I am positive. It's <laughs> <laughs> a seven. Uh, I rolled a seven for initiative. Oh, okay. Or wait, are we doing a diplomacy I thing? was. If you want to do a diplomacy now, it's time. Well, I would have rolled a seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. no. I just grunt angrily at him for diplomacy. I rolled my very first... Natural twenty on these dice for Ooh. your initiative. My initiative, so it's a twenty-two. Nice. Ooh. I'm I already rolled my initiative, but if I can, I would like to actually do an intimidate before that. Try to like scare them out of it. Sure. That's but. funny. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you guys, there's no big deal, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> just be, go for it. Just be cool. Sonny's just gonna like kind of like he gets really excited. Like they start menacing, and he just suddenly looks like he's like, hey, can we? Do we get to kill them? Oh, oh, let's kill them, guys. <laughs> and he's just, like, staring them down. Ooh. 
22. Nicely done. When you say that, half of the group steps back and kind of hangs back to let the other six see what happens with the other six that are standing up against you. And actually, as part of the six men who step back, the old man does as well. Really? Yeah, he's one of the six who step back. Oh, I'm going to go kill him anyway. (laughs) Are there any animals nearby? Um, you not that you see. Did you want to roll a perception? Yeah, do I see any? <laughs> There's actually a stampede coming in the <laughs> <laughs> right along Elements. their path. No, I didn't. I didn't take perception, so it's a zero. Uh, you don't see any anything but the, the men in front of you. Zero? I rolled a one, <laughs> and I've got a minus one. <laughs> oh, I don't sorry. think I've oh, ever a seen a zero for zero perception. Rolls. I literally rolled a zero perception. Zero perception. That's incredible. <laughs> Oh, that's Natty one. Unless it's a seven. No, that's a one. Well done. You've got negative will then? Or negative wisdom? Yes. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I do, too. Oh, wow. You're the only wise one, and there's no intelligent ones. Yeah, and I put put no points (laughs) into perception either, so, like... Narcissa, (laughs) you go first. Oh, God. She just sees this guy is clearly about to attack a, a funeral. Yes. I don't really know this guy or care. I mean, this guy was friends with my dad. I don't even... I might hate him. I mean, (laughs) I'm carrying his body. (sighs) Are we still holding it when combat begins? You are carrying the coffin. Are you going to attack with an improvised weapon? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) snap. (laughs) You have two options. You can, as a full round action, put down the coffin. Or you can just walk away and hope the other three don't drop it. Oh, boy. Oh, I don't care if it drops. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm definitely dropping it if you walk away. Not intentionally, but Paz is, like, holding his hand under it, <laughs> pretending to carry it. <laughs> he's, not doing, yeah, he's not doing a lot of the gotcha. work. <laughs> so free action to just stop supporting the, uh, the coffin. Pulls out her double axe. Okay. And yells at the main guy, but then also kind of goes around everyone like, look, none of this matters. You're going in the ground, and you're going in the ground, and you're going in the ground, and I'm going in the ground, and this guy's going in the ground. Let's just put him down now. And I'm going to try and do an intimidate check against the main guy, but also threatening everyone. Okay. 24. The main guy is uh, all of a sudden aware of kind of how out of uh, his depth he is. Um, so yes, he he is shaken. He is not currently in the battle. He is one of the six who have stepped back. But would the main guy shaken. step back? Yes. Yeah, that's the old old guy. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, he just started something and then ran yeah. away. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> so yeah, but so I'm kind of yelling at everyone like you're all just gonna end up worm food anyway. This does not matter one bit. Luckily for pause, mm-hmm. Sunny is strong enough to hold up your side as well. The coffin does not fall. <laughs> okay. Yeah, till it's my turn. Sunny, yeah, it's I'm your not. turn. <laughs> oh, hey, look at that. I'm fine if it drops. <laughs> um, sorry, Professor, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to free action drop the coffin. <laughs> Just let go? Yep. <laughs> okay. And immediately do summon monster oh nice for me as a standard action and we'll summon a dog i will put them right in front of you he's a little squished looking that's funny <laughs> it's a corgi 
<laughs> oh, you summoned a celestial quarry. Oh, is it infernal or is it <laughs> celestial or what is it? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah uh, fiendish. Yeah, so it can be either fiendish. celestial or fiendish. So, yeah, it's fiendish. Nice, the fiendish dog. Fiendish corgi. <laughs> fiendish corgi. Bam, I oh. actually take that back. I am realizing that Paz is on the opposite side of the coffin mm-hmm. as Sunny. Yeah. And Narcissa was on the same side as Sunny. Yeah. So this ah. is two of the same sides. Ah. So we'll it probably already uh, We'll <laughs> see if anybody <laughs> manages to catch it from behind. Okay. <laughs> Weirdly enough, the coffin does not fall. Uh, the boy. Nice. <laughs> kind of <laughs> slips in underneath. Like Spider-Man underneath, just, like, <laughs> just lifting up a car. <laughs> and just kind of jumps into place. The first man is going to step up and, because he's a coward, try and take out the weakest looking Ooh, one there. Well, that's Kendra. And he, she does not look weak. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> if you see her picture. Yeah, I can <laughs> take her. She looks pretty, right. pretty in control. <laughs> um, but he rolls a five, so that is oh. uh, not gonna hit. Thank God. He misses. <laughs> Man three is going to come up and actually try to hit Kendra. <gasps> and I rolled another five, <laughs> so he misses Kendra as well. Yeah, he whiffed it. Whiffed it pretty good. The next guy is going to step up and emboldened by the first guy's courage <laughs> and starting the fight, he's going to go ahead and attack Pause again. This time, it's a 12 to hit. Oh, that's still going to miss. Oh, nice. Thank God. Kendra is going to pull out her oh, I hope it's a firearm. wand. And she's going to cast Acid Splash. You're a wizard, Kendra. (laughs) (laughs) She hasn't. She's actually something I haven't seen anybody do before. She's a fighter. (laughs) That would be true (laughs) and (laughs) funny. (laughs) That'd be a new one for us. She's a human fighter. I've never (laughs) seen one. Okay, so she's gonna (laughs) she's gonna roll a ranged touch to hit the guy standing right in front of her. That's gonna hit. Ooh. Acid splash, though you said. Yes. So that's like all like one damage. Right. <laughs> uh, well, it's one d three. Yeah. So I roll a d six. So good chance it's one. Damage. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's got a thirty three point three percent. Two damage. <laughs> Repeating, of course. Yeah. Ooh. Two damage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Glad you got that. <laughs> and now it is Pause's turn. So he's still holding part of the coffin. Yes. I feel really bad about this. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to start there. Uh, I'm really sorry about this. He's going to channel negative energy. <laughs> oh, no. Ah, I love it. They came hard. I love it. They came hard. <laughs> hey, dude, for a crowd, that's that's a great for a crowd. I can exclude three people. I'm going to exclude Kendra. Uh, I'm going to Don't exclude worry about me. I'll actually be okay with The it. boy. <laughs> really? <laughs> and who's the fr- and whoever is the frailest looking other person that's part of this funeral procession? Uh, one looks like a retired military general, and the other one is the young lady with the blonde hair and green eyes. Ooh, her. Okay. Yeah, I gotta th- pr- I gotta protect right her. She seems cute. Okay. Uh, I'm really sorry. Please don't make me do this again. 
But this is literally probably the most damage I could possibly do. So in a, in, in a thirty foot radius, <laughs> how many? It's people every. It's all of them. How many people? You hit everybody. Yep. Nice. Yeah, that's that's a that big, is everybody. big area. I <laughs> <laughs> feel so bad. Uh, there's a good chance if you roll a six on the damage for my dog, you're just gonna insta kill yeah. it. <laughs> do you want me to roll for everybody? I'm good with you rolling one six since it's a spell that's just kind of going off on everyone. Kay. I feel like they'd all get the same damage. All right. Three. Okay. Next is uh, another one of the group who turns around and starts running away. Good call. Very smart call. Totally smart. <laughs> and then it is another gentleman's turn here. This one's carrying a log. Like he's going to beat you upside the head. And he's just like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> oh, running out of the way here. Uh, good. Good, good. And then you see the other man who has not acted yet is also going to turn. I don't want to kill all these people. The six in the back that's not spoil. fighting are going to start running as well. Sweet. It is back to Narcissa's turn. For ignorant idiots, they're really kind of smart. <laughs> so there's still three left? The three that attacked and missed miserably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My favorite kind of enemies. Racist and bad at attacking. <laughs> Everyone else runs away. She's going to, as a swift, go into a rage. Um, she's an interesting kind of barbarian because I choose what her rage boosts when I put it on. She's going to put all of it into strength. Okay. Right now. So she just, <clears throat> as a swift, like gets larger and more muscular and says... Pick up the coffin and throw it at him. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, did pause? No, he, he's going to take the body out. and then the coffin, right? No, no. Oh, you dropped the coffin? I mean, I if, if I'm holding it with a child... Wait, and there's the other yeah. big buff dude as well holding it who's the sm- happy... I would have made no effort to keep holding it if it meant I couldn't channel. I'll just say that. Okay. I would I would have needed to... Um, like, I probably had my hood up. I would have needed to use one hand to, like, pull my hood back, at least. Well, then, let me roll for it and That's, see. I mean... Nice. You, you managed, you're able to... Okay. <laughs> then, just then we're good. keep it up, barely, Kay. as you uh, take your hood off. Uh, sorry, Narcissa, back to you. Hey, it's me. Yeah, still holding the battle axe that I was trying to be intimidating with earlier. I'm going to like just suddenly like Popeye Hulk out. Thump, all the muscles get bigger and stronger. And she says, so I guess you guys are the ones that weren't smart enough to run away. And she charges, doesn't technically charge, but runs up to this one here um, and is going to swing with her great axe. Natural one. That's not such a great axe. Roll to confirm. I don't have a name. I don't have a name. I'm not a named character. (laughs) Sure, Narcissus. 13. Does 13 hit? It does. Oh, okay. So it's just just a miss. Just a miss. Lucky guy. Man. It is now Sunny's turn. She's losing her cool. Lucky lady. She's Mm. she's being careless. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Sunny and the dog. Sunny and the dog. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to run up behind you. I'm going to run like behind the mausoleum so that I don't 
piss off the people with sharp things. <laughs> and I'm going to cast Enlarge Person on you. <laughs> on me? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I do not I do not roll my save. I, I just let it happen. So you're, you're not going <laughs> to save against it? Oh, I'm not really? going to try and save against it. It's such an adverse spell for you. <laughs> Maybe this will be fun. <laughs> I so I got bigger on my turn, and then I got even bigger on your turn. Yeah, you go like hawked out and then really hawked out. <sighs> now I feel like the rest should run away. But of course, <laughs> I did miss my hit. I feel like maybe you should pick this coffin back up because <laughs> you're, you're all way better at carrying it than I am. One arm it <laughs> <laughs> over your shoulder like a boombox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say anything. <laughs> yeah, say anything. Start Peter dead, Gabriel as a dead corpse. <laughs> dead in dead your eyes. The light, the heat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, the uh, it is the other three men's uh, turn. I, I have a dog. Oh, uh, yes, your yeah. dog. Um, my, my stapler. I tried to give him a turn last time, <laughs> but you said no, so I just ignored him. <laughs> so he's not going for I just, yeah, just completely, completely seated it. I, yeah. He's more flavor. He's a flavor corgi. <laughs> yeah. He <fiendish> barks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he's going to do a bite. So that's a 15 to hit. That's a hit. All right. All right. Uh, that's going to be four damage then. Wow. Max. All right. Well, it is uh, the three men who are left. It is their turrets. First guy who walked up is going to drop his hammer, drop to his knees, and cower. <laughs> and please don't hurt me. I didn't mean to do anything. Please don't hurt me. This is all Gibbs' idea. The next man is going to drop his rake and just, just retreat. And the last guy is going to run as well. Y'all are out of combat. Yay. <sighs> I end my rage. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still super big, right? I'm still big. Yeah. Yeah, How yeah. long does that last? I think it's a minute at this level. And none of you got hit even once, nope. huh? Yeah, no. Well, I could have just died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like one hit, you would have been like done. <laughs> <laughs> Kendra turns to you. I am so, so sorry. Oh, my God. I, these, I don't understand what's up with all the people in this town. They're, so this isn't like a normal funeral that you guys do? No, of course not. You know, some people have some weird traditions, like attacking the funeral party. Right, like, we, don't I wanna, mean, we don't want to judge, you know. Yeah. You can stand up now. It's okay, man. What's your name? Mark! Mark. And he gets up and runs. Oh, bye, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Mark. I ended my rage. But I'm still huge. I'll walk back over and like pick up as much of the coffin as I can. Like, if no one else is helping me, I'll see if I can just pick the whole thing up by myself. Or if there's just one or two people helping me, like I just want to get it back up in the air again and be like, okay, where where are we putting this? Oh, thank you so much. Uh, we're going off to the right. It's you should see Father Grimborough up ahead. It's just right up right up there. And she points to a, an open grave plot. You all walk up. The well dressed man that looks like military comes up. Well, now, thank you, boys, for your uh, your help in that matter. I'll be sure to tell the sheriff about those men of low character. and uh, These simple-minded men don't know what to do sometimes. You all gather round, and an old... Did I put his picture up? I don't think I put his... I did not. So I will describe him to you. Good old Father Grimber. Grimborough. He's a very old man, face that's just kind of wrinkled up in the front as though 
He's been eating sour food his whole life. <laughs> and half his face is a bit more squished than the other half. Like stroke squished? Or? I was going to say, can I roll a heel check to see if it was a stroke? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Could be. <laughs> Sir, do you know you're having a stroke right now? <laughs> Quick, channel to heal him. <laughs> oh, God, he dies. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can make that match if you want both sides the same. I'm not going gotcha. to say which one I'm going to match, but... <laughs> It's a surprise. <laughs> I'm fine, sons. Thank you very much. And he motions to everybody to come stand around, and he has uh, four, four men with him dressed in black. They start to lower into the hole, and Father Grimborough, We come here before the Mother of Souls to deliver Petros Lormer to her care. The sermon continues. As all do, when laying to rest a loved one, there are tears and hugs. The father finishes and extends a hand to Kendra, who then speaks of memories of her father, adventures that he's been on. There are more tears, moments of laughter, and more hugs. Kendra then turns to the three of you. Have you heard any stories about my father from your father? Mm, he, uh... What? Mm, <laughs> snap. Uh, boop. <sighs> so, and he doesn't hang around a whole lot. That's yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Sorry to hear about that, and well, that's okay. There, no need to say anything else. Father Grimborough <laughs> closes with a prayer to the Lady of Graves, and all the mourners draw a spiral over their hearts. I do it too. Oh, I mean, if you worship for asthma at all. She's not like super. No dice. She's not like super religious, but that's where she grew up was a Phrasma temple, so she she, she knows, knows it. she knows the shtick. Well, it makes sense then totally that you knew what was going on <laughs> when she mm-hmm. was doing it in the beginning. Nice. Kendra says her goodbyes to the others. Uh, there's handshakes and more hugs and whatnot, and then she walks over to you. If you could come to my house, uh, I've got some drinks and refreshments, and uh, Councilman Herthmont will be by shortly to read the will. Uh, sure, yeah. Councilman who? We've got time for that. I mean, that's kind of why we came here. Councilman who? Herthmont. That sounds like a candy bar. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Councilman Herthmont. Oh, with, with the councilman yeah, the part councilman? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the councilman. Absolutely. <laughs> councilman Herthmont. It's nerdy and delicious. <laughs> the councilman is... Uh, is he nutty and delicious? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he might. Are we going to be a jingle band? <laughs> there you yes. go. <laughs> uh, you, you sent us this note. I am... Um, no, yes. I'm just, I was curious about, like, the, uh, I read a lot, and I, I kind of study language a little bit. Same, same. And I was just curious about your, ch- <laughs> 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 no, I was just curious about your, your choice of words, because it, it says here to receive that which he has left in your care. It's not like something like a pet or a something we need to like take care of and look I, after is it i don't know oh you, I, but the, you the stipulations of the will state that all parties must be present before it is read do we have to adopt you now i think is what i don't she's asking I, i'm an adult i don't think so well, I, don't. I think it has to happen now would I, you like to have us as your parents i mean we could adopt you uh, some i'm of you actually look only younger 19 than but i am <laughs> no but that's not how adoption works like you can adopt whatever 
I was thinking of adopting that other old man. Well, no, how he smelled funny. How's about we we go back to my house and and we can speak more there in the comfort of you know chairs. I mean, we we got to do what we got to do. Yeah. Surroundings. So she takes you through town, uh, across this bridge, through the town square, and to her home. So we walk through the entire entire town basically. Actually, she'd probably take you the other route, to be honest, to avoid people. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, she really wants to parade us. Mm. No. This motley crew of, oh, that's a good band name. Oh. Um, <laughs> she, she will take you. <laughs> is, that, is that original? <laughs> Did you just come up with that? <laughs> I like that. Motley Very crew. Very clever. Yeah. It's yeah. mm. <laughs> good. So she's going to take you from the Restlands, and you're going to pass a couple of large manors. Nice big building. At letter E is a temple of Phrasma. Nice. Just want to give it just a little like, yeah, what mm-hmm. a dog. And as you cross the river, if you look off to the right or to the south, along the river, you do see a glimpse of a statue. Hmm. And then she takes you to her home, which is there at letter N. So as we get toward the covered bridge, I ask Kendra, I'm like, what's up with that statue down there? Huh. Uh, that is the memorial that we erected for um, the Harrowstone tragedy. What was the Harrowstone tragedy? Oh, it, it burned down. A stone burned? A Harrowstone was the prison that was a big part of the town for many years. Oh. How, d- how, did, how did it burn? I don't know all the details behind it. I, I tend to research less macabre things. Hmm. So boring. My father knew more about it than I. So like was your father a, a necromancer? I mean I don't care. Like no judgment. No, no he, judgment. he was not a necromancer. Because the guy said he was. He didn't know how to do any magic at all. He he was a researcher. So why was everyone all like up his butt about that? I don't I don't know. He traveled a lot. I hadn't seen him in a few weeks before I learned of his murder. Death. God damn it. <laughs> Wait. Did you pause for edit? That's the problem with knowing everything. Uh, most people in this game get murdered. I think you're fine. He was murdered? Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Wow. In Galarian, when someone dies of natural causes, it's like news. Yeah. What? <laughs> he died Front of old age? Old it was an accident. It was it was an unfortunate accident. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it, whatever he was into, it's fine. I don't care. I'm just... Where was he when he died? You said he was away? I was not told where he was. I just know that he had an accident. Some stones fell on him and and for me to come home. Who, who found him? Some of the farmers found him. Oh, okay. But probably not the farmers that tried to stop him from getting buried, but it was different farmers. They're all so ignorant. I don't understand why they would even think that he's a necromancer. He's never done magic. It seems like this is not the, the city for him to have settled down in. Why, why did he stay here? I, I don't know what's happening with the people in this town. Every, everybody's been so nice to us up till recently. They don't warm up to outsiders very quickly, but We've been here for 15 years. They know us. So we're probably not going to do well here, is what you're saying. We don't do well anywhere. No. Yeah. I blame the rest of the world, not us. I'll vouch for you as best I can, and hopefully 
There will be others who will warm and be willing to help you out with whatever you might need. Boring and nice. This is a small town, yes. Oh, no. Not I, the I most meant, exciting I place. Meant you. Ah. Oh. <laughs> well, here we are Hi, Sonny. at Come my on, house. Be nice. And you walk into her home. It's a very, it's a modest home, nothing super spectacular. However, in every room there are just bookshelves, just crowded with books upon books upon books. There are three bedrooms and a kitchen dining area and a big large living area with a fireplace and lots and lots of books. I run. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the wine? When Let's we see get what to the house, uh, I'm just gonna like push past. When, once I'm sure, like, oh, this is the door she's walking up to, like, I, I'm almost gonna push past her and go into the house, like, as soon as possible, and start looking for the windows and see if, like, there's shades or coverings I can, like, drop on the windows because we've been in the sun for over an hour and I'm like not having it so i just like there there are curtains on all the windows i, I go into the, her house and i close her curtains for her <sighs> um i'll be i'll be right back with drinks make yourselves comfortable sunny like immediately like plops down and like kicks his legs like up onto like a i don't know coffee table or if there's anything like that mm-hmm. i think puzzled all like all there is to look at are books right <laughs> there's and each other did little trinkets and he's gonna he's gonna look at some trinkety stuff yeah things scattered around the shelves probably start playing with something that he probably shouldn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look pause all the books you could ever ask for oh i've i've read all these ones uh i'm good i'm gonna play with this mm-hmm. this thing here <laughs> I want to grab. A Are channel. you sure? Yeah, no, it's. I, you don't want to read for us? No, I read all those already. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't read the same book twice. So. <laughs> We've noticed that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's always a new adventure with you. Yeah, exactly. You pick up what looks like a journal, Narcissa, and it is <clears throat> locked with a key. Okay, that's not good. Hey guys, I really want to read this. I don't know how to open it. Okay, well I know you uh. hate books, uh, Sunny. I really want to read this, and I don't know how to open it. <laughs> well, don't look at me. I'm not great with locks. How strong looking is this log? <laughs> no. If it's on a journal, super I'm strong. <laughs> look, you don't have to read it. I'm not going to read it to you. But could you open it? I, I, you're probably better at opening it than I am. I don't have disabled device if that's what you're getting okay. at. Yeah. yeah. Put the book back on the shelf. <laughs> okay. But you can break the log. Oh no. I'm just saying. There's there are options. And Kendra comes back, glasses in hand, and hands you each a cup of ale. Mm. Thank you, Kendra. Is it like good ale? It's probably middle of the road. Uh. Said it's it's a nice house she lives in, but not like the uh, mansiony houses you passed earlier. Nice and boring, just what I expect. <laughs> <laughs> Narcissus is gonna look right at Kendra and be like, uh, "No offense or anything." And cast Detect Magic on the ale that she was just given. And you don't detect any magic. Okay. I'll, I'll take it. Actually, I'm 19. I'll drink the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll try and just kill it in one if I can. Oh, there's no offense taken. I, I completely understand being careful. My father was very careful. So where, where did you all come from? Where did you travel from to be here? I'm from like just a little bit north of here, and then he's from a little bit further north of here, and then he's from even further north of here. Ah. 
But we're all from Ustalav. And your father, you, you're not sure where he is? Never have been. How did you come across the note? We, we've been uh, searching for him for some time. And uh, we, we thought we were hot on the trail, but it seems as though we thought maybe he would be here uh, if we came. But, uh, but he's, I guess he's not. I'm so sorry to hear that. I, I do hope you find him. So what did you know about him? Did your dad ever tell, like, stories? They went on a couple of adventures together, looking for information. Uh, but he did meet so many people along the way, so many different types of people. Like vampires? Sure. I believe he was with a group of werewolves for a while, and all different uh, worshippers of different deities for asthma and Ergothoa and Serenray and... Erasma, what, what? And a little chest pound. Yes, this as this is town tradition. is a town of Phrasma worshippers as well. Is that like the traditional like Phrasma? <laughs> no, it's the, the spiral represents spiral over the heart thing. But, and the, but then you gotta hit it. Yeah. Spiral, yeah, you spiral, and you drive it into your heart <laughs> like a little spiral stake. <laughs> <laughs> do you? As she walks over the bookshelf, do you have the key to this book? I really want to read it. Oh, uh, that is one of my father's older journals. I, I'm sure there's a key around here somewhere. Maybe we'll come across it sometime. There's a knock at the door. Come in! The older, uh, taller, military-looking councilman arrives um, with a much older man wearing very nice robes. Does he look like a candy bar? Or nutty? <laughs> Does he look nutty and yes, yeah, delicious? Sweet. Yeah. Uh, this one looks more like a prune. Prune? How much do you like prunes? Not as much as Old nutty and, and delicious. Wrinkly and so it's not her age spots. Hearth mount. No, <laughs> hearth mount is the ex-military yeah. councilman, hmm. big dude. <laughs> and with him is the old prune. <laughs> prune prune guy. But it's not Grimboro. It's not the guy with no, the face. It's not the guy with the face. Not the guy with the face. This is how we're going to like describe NPCs from now on. It's like what kind face, of candy the bar one they guy, are. The, <laughs> the candy bar guy. What food do they the look nutty like? one. The, the sweet prune. One. Is yeah. he the one that's covered in caramel? <laughs> is that the guy? Yeah. <laughs> Everything's food based. Is that the guy with the Rice Krispies inside of Ooh. him? If we all die, if we like TPK, we should come back as like chefs. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Just stalled, but we have, all a, have, have a food truck. <laughs> <laughs> Drive around. Drive around Galarian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Kendra stands up. Alendru, uh, nice to see you. The old man nods, narrows his eyes, and looks the three of you up and down. The councilman steps forward. Alendru will be confirming your relation to Florian, so I can move forward with the will. Alendru looks at you. A drop of blood from each of you. On the letter, please. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. He pulls out a pen. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. A pen? A pin. A pin. Like a pin cushion. Pin. How, how much blood would you like? Well, he said a drop. Well, drops can be big. How big of a drop do you want? My brother wants to know. Just a drop, please. Sorry, man. I tried. Uh, yeah. We'll go ahead and prick himself. and. I'm going to forego the pin cushion and just pop my thumb on one of my own fangs. Cut myself with my tooth. Oh, I'm just squeeze drop out that <laughs> one. See, you're already getting to the needle phobia here. <laughs> like, 
I pull out a, a sizable jar of Sonny's blood. <laughs> <laughs> this is for just in case. I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> Son, Son, Sonny's uh, like a little bit more hesitant and it's just like, <sighs> Paz, you do it and hands you the needle and like holds out his hand and just like turns his head away. One, two, stick. <laughs> Does he say three after he sticks him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alendru speaks strange words, and the drops of blood seem to move on the paper before sinking and disappearing. Alendru nods to the councilman, then to Kendra, and walks out the door. The councilman pulls a scroll case out of his bag. He turns it to you and to Kendra, Petro's seal still unbroken. He breaks the wax and opens the case. As he does, a small iron key falls out. He pays it no mind, unfurls the scroll, and reads the will. <coughs> okay, this is what we came for, so pay attention. Okay. I, Petros Lorimore, being of sound mind, do hereby commit to this parchment my last will and testament. Let it be known that with the exception of the specific details below, I leave my home and my personal belongings entire to my daughter, Kendra. Use them or sell them as you see fit, my child. I throw her a thumbs up. Yet beyond the bequeathing of my personal effects, this document must serve other needs. I have arranged for the reading of this document to be delayed until the principal can be in attendance, for I have more than mere inheritance to apportion. I have two final favors to ask. To my old friend, I hate to impose upon you, but there are few others who are capable of appreciating the true significance of what it is I have to ask. As you know, I have devoted many of my studies to all manner of evil, that I might know the enemy and inform those better positioned to stand against it. For knowledge of one's enemy is the surest path to victory over its plans. And so, over the course of my lifetime, I have seen fit to acquire a significant collection of valuable but dangerous tomes, any one of which in the wrong circumstances could have led to an awkward legal situation. While the majority of these tomes remain safe under lock and key at the Lippitstadt University, I fear that a few I have borrowed remain in a trunk in my Ravengrow home. While invaluable for my work in life and death, I would prefer not to burden my daughter with the darker side of my profession. Or worse still, the danger of possessing these tomes herself. As such, I am entrusting my chest of tomes to you, posthumously. I ask that you please deliver the collection to my colleagues at the University of Leppetstadt, who will put them to good use for the betterment of the cause. Yet before you leave for Leppetstadt, there is the matter of another favor. Please delay your journey one month and spend that period of time here in Ravengrow to ensure that my daughter is safe and sound. She has no one to count on now that I am gone. And if you would aid her in settling things in order for whatever she desires over the course of this month, you would have my eternal gratitude. From my savings, I have also willed to you a sum of 300 platinum coins. 
For safekeeping, I have left these funds with Embrith Deramid, one of my most trusted friends in Lebedstad. She has been instructed to issue this payment upon the safe delivery of the borrowed tomes no sooner than one month after the date of the reading of this will. I, Petros Lormor, hereby sign this will in Ravengrow on this first day of Calistrio in the year 4711. With that, the councilman looks to Kendra. She nods. She turns to you. Thank you for coming. I didn't have any idea that he had such books. I will need a few weeks to decide what to do with myself here, or if I even want to stay here. There are three bedrooms here, so you're welcome, free of charge, to stay for the entire month, if you would do as my father requested. The councilman excuses himself and leaves. Kendra stands up. I'll be back and walks into another room. So we're alone. You are alone for a moment. I mean, we've been on tour before. We've stayed in just one room. Three is actually kind of... Do we Are we good to stay here for a month? Is that Remember when I was like, oh, is it some kind of pet or something we have to take care of? It was her the whole time. It was, were, yeah. See? Right. We are adopting her. We are adopting her for the also, next month. I think we got asked to delete this guy's browser history. Yes. Uh, <laughs> should we... Wait, so the key... <laughs> should we open the trunk then? Kendra walks into the room with the trunk. Oh. <laughs> it ah. wasn't in the room. Oh. Um, the chest itself is a relatively small object. It's uh, made of oak and iron. And she sits it down on the table, sees you already have the key, and she steps back. Yeah, we can only open <coughs> with either keys or hammers. The key fits perfectly. That's a lot of good keys out. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> juicy. That was, yeah, was juicy key. It's good for like a horror, yeah. horror <laughs> campaign. <laughs> I'm going to work on that. <laughs> All right, so the key fits the lock perfectly. And within, there are four old tomes and one relatively new one. The newest one is sitting on top, and it has a paper on it that says, Read me now, scratched into the leather. Well, it doesn't have a piece of paper because it's scratched into the leather cover. It <laughs> says, Read me now. Pause. What does this note say? So the newest <laughs> tome sits on top. <laughs> and into really the leather Don't is do me scratched. like that. Come on. Read me now. <laughs> it says, uh, book. <laughs> it's the name of the book. It's book. Yeah. Very, very good. <laughs> so enlightening. Very good pause. Thank you. So the three of you are Sorry. standing around this open chest looking at yeah. four books, uh, one of which on top is a leather journal looking book with uh read is right it's a book <laughs> it's a book yeah so good at identifying objects i am so good at knowing what books are you are the smartest don't even, of us. don't even question that do you want me to read it or do you want to read it i think we should have paz read it i, already, I, I <laughs> told you i already read all the books in this house. oh you read these ones too. wait you did. didn't know about the ones in the chest well they were locked. I, but I read these ones, too. Oh, then tell us all about them. What are they about? Well, it's better <laughs> if you just read it yourself. <laughs> it's, I don't want to rob you of the thrill of experiencing it yeah, firsthand. Yeah, you got to see what happens in the end. You want the surprise? I always just read the uh, you know, the summary online. All right, I start reading. <laughs> okay. Um, in the book. It looks like it's some kind of book. 
yes, it's a journal. The entries range from recent to about 10 years ago. As you flip through, you notice six of them are circled. Okay, they're all in order too. I don't know. What do you guys want? You guys want like what just happened or you want happened before that? Let's start from the beginning. So he was at a place called the Whispering Way, I guess, which was like a cabal of necromancers. And underneath it was like the Fountain of Youth, which is weird because like necromancers need things to die. You wouldn't want. It actually says undeath. I did that the first four times I read through it. I thought it said underneath. And I thought I couldn't read. (laughs) (sighs) Look, Ah, this book is clearly over 10 years old. (laughs) Yeah, right. No, it says... Uh, sister, that says undeath. It says underneath. I thought it said underneath in their fountain of youth, but it says undeath is their fountain of youth. Uncovering their motivation does not place me at ease as I thought it might. Their desire to be eternal simply makes them more dangerous. Yeah, dude, this dude didn't like necromancers. I knew it. <laughs> so it's kind of behind you. Mm. I knew Wait, it. <laughs> but he was one? No, was, that was... That he was not a necromancer. Are we sure about that? No, Gib, Gib's an idiot. Um, That's true. I don't like him. He was very loud. Like, I kind of want to just, like, take this to Gib and show him that he's an idiot, but at the same time, I kind of want to just punch him in his face. I like the latter. But that was, like, ten years ago. He was mad at necromancers. Now, two months ago, so we, like, jump forward to really recently. It is as I have feared. The way is interested in something here in Ravengrow. But what could it be? The, the way? The way, and it's capitalized like, like if Kanye was to rename himself again and call himself the way, the way, Conway. So it says, yeah, the whispering way is not just necromancers. I see that now because they want to like, undead is awesome, and we want to be eternal, and that's not cool. So yeah, they're but they're interested in something here in Ravengrow, but he doesn't know what it is. But like whatever it is that they're looking for, he was concerned that it was connected to. Harrow Stone. Is that the place that burned down, right? Yeah, that was the prison. Mm-hmm. He says, in retrospect, I suppose it all makes sense. The stories they tell about the rains, this is rains, right? Ru- ruins. Ruins in town are certainly, this guy was old, I think his handwriting was kind of slipping, are certainly chill. no offense, sorry. Does does the circle on the heart again, symbol, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> God bless it, blessed be. Even the stories they tell about the ruins in town are certainly chilling enough. It may be time to investigate the ruins, but with everyone in town already being so worked up about them, I'd rather not let the others know about my curiosity. There's plenty of folks hereabouts who already think I'm a demonologist or a witch or something. Ignorant fools. That's what I'm talking about. See? Ignorant fools. Is that that all of them? Oh no, that was that was like a month ago. Oh, so anyway, so two months ago he was like, "Oh yeah, the way is totally interested in something in Ravengrow, and like, what could it be?" And then one month ago he's like, "Well, whatever they're looking for, it's probably got to do with Harrowstone, and which makes sense because Harrowstone is fucking creepy, and people tell weird stories about it. But I can't go investigate it because people already think that I'm fucking creepy, and if they catch me investigating Harrowstone, it's gonna confirm like all their suspicions. Oh, he's got to be like so evil." Um, and then 20 days ago, he like he confirmed that the way definitely seemed quite interested in something 
or someone who was held in Hearthstone. So he's like, oh, I want to know everyone who died that night of the fire in Hearthstone. So I'm going to go to the Temple of Phrasma and like try and find a list of everyone who died. And then two days later, he was like, whoa, like I was not prepared and... I like and lucky I even made it out with my life. I guess he went to Horrorstone, which he just said he wasn't gonna do, but then he did. He said the ghosts, if indeed they were ghosts, because like I did not find it prudent to investigate further, prevented me from transcribing the strange symbols I found etched along the foundation. Hopefully on my next visit I will be more prepared. So like bring a sketch pad or something. Uh, thankfully, the necessary tools to defend against spirits are already here in Ravengrow. I know that the Church of Phrasma used to store them in a false crypt. Hmm. In the Netherlands. Restlands. <laughs> in the Restlands, at the intersection between Ever Sleep. Yes. And the Black Path. Not certain if the current clergy even know of what their predecessors have hidden down below. If my luck holds, I should be able to just slip in and out with a few borrowed items. So he's going to, like, rob the Phrasma Temple. But I feel like he's doing it for a good cause. Hmm. And then the next day, he's like, all right, cool. Tomorrow, I'm going back to the prison. It's imperative that the way does not finish. Isn't it that fastball album? Where were they going without ever knowing the way? (laughs) (laughs) He says his caution has already cost him too much time. He's not sure what will happen if he's too late, but if his theory is right, the entire town could be at risk. I don't have time to update my will, so I'll leave this in the chest where it'll be sure to be found should the worst come to pass, which I guess totally did. Yeah, your dad was into some stuff. He always was. I just didn't realize it was so close to home. Is there is there anybody in town that would be opposed to knowing more about the story of this prison? It seems like, I mean, it seems like good work. I think the people here don't want to know about anything at all. They're so ignorant. They are quite simple, but there are places that you can go to get more information about Harrowstone if you would like Sounds like reading, good buddy. Because my father was Mm. following the Whispering Way, I'm sure there are books here that could give you information on them. The town hall has records. Uh, The temple, as my father said, would have a list of probably everyone who died because they would have had to bury them. The unfurling scroll, where Elendru is. He has a massive library, and I'm sure that you could research there as well and and find more information. What about you? Is there, I mean, your dad first wanted us to take care of you. Is there anything you need from us? Any help we can give? Right now, I, I think I just need some time to process. Though my father was older, he was still too young to go as he did. It's unfortunate. And then I will need to meet with the councilman and put my affairs in order and make the decision whether I sell my childhood home or stay here. I've always thought about traveling, but I I just don't know now. Here's the plan, guys. Paz will go and read up on everything, and you and I, Narsola, will go investigate. (laughs) 
good plan. Is it Paz or is it Paz? Paz and Narcissa. I think he's saying them wrong on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to get our goats. That's just Paz and Narcilla. Carly (laughs) Ann. You know that uh, you see that there are like uh, pieces of paper sticking out of three of the four books. The first book is Jet Black. And on the spine it reads, On Verified Madness. And as you open it, the piece of paper inside says, To be delivered to one Montagni Crowell. I was really hoping that no would be like explosive ruins. <laughs> just read it and his head just explodes. Um, another one is a fairly plain, common-looking book uh, on the front of it. Uh, Serving Your Hunger is written. And if you open the cover, there is a note that says the same. To be delivered to one Montagni Crowell. And the third is a blue book with on the spine the words, The Umbral Leaves. The cover of that book, once it's opened, also has a note. But this one says... That it should be delivered to one Montagni Crowell. The fourth book is a very rich purple color. The cover contains a brass scarab set with a single eye in the center. It is rimmed in polished steel and clasped with a small but intricate lock, the keyhole of which appears to be for a key with a strange triangular shaft. You do not see a key in the box. The note on top of it says, Please handle this discreetly and deliver to Embreth's home and gives her home address on the note. There's no title in the book that you can see. Well, that's where we need to go get our money. Why don't you guys check these books out? I'm, I think I might go help get dinner ready. Does that sound, does that sound all right? Get some food for our bellies? I'd like some food. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what she's got available, but I'm sure... You know, there are some transferable skills. This is a farm town, so she has a nice wide variety of fresh yeah. grains and veggies and fruits and yeah. some meat. You can come up with something. Thank you very much for, for the help. And she stands up and walks to the kitchen. Yeah, I can, uh, you know, if you want to just, you know, rest a little bit, I'm happy to take over and handle dinner. You could probably use a, you know, take take a load off your feet. It's been a long day. I am exhausted. Yeah, why don't you go rest? I'll make you some tea and we'll have some dinner, okay? Well, you know, I think I will go lay down. Okay. For maybe just an hour and then come back for dinner. Sounds sounds good. I'll let you know when it's ready. Well, thank you. And she walks down a hall and goes into one of the rooms. Which one of these? Oh, wait, hold on one second. And I cast Detect Magic on all the books. I don't think they are magical. Well, do you want to read one of these? I mean... It's probably not like a magical trap or anything, but it could ruin your brain. They do say reading too much is bad for your brain. Okay, so you're saying don't read these, just deliver them? Oh, yeah, no, we should we should read them. They might have fun secrets in them after that's all. That's what I was thinking, but, I mean, that's journals are way more interesting than things that people want you to read. Which one did you want to start with? I'll start with Madness. You sit down and read through Unverified Madness, and... You're realizing that it's a treatise on aberrations and other entities found on Galarian that possess remote ties to the dark tapestry. This is a really fitting book for me. 
The dark tapestry is the name given to the dark places between the stars oh, in the night sky. Yeah. That's some scary fun stuff. It's like dark matter. It's like physics. There's... Uh, yeah, that's some... Uh, I, I didn't realize this campaign was going to touch on that stuff. I'm excited. I, this is this is a little bit of everything. It's yeah. really cool. Oh, I'm so excited. To I get, get to learn all going. kinds of dark stuff about Galarian. Oh, and there's so much good stuff. Can I read uh, the one about hunger? Serving your hunger. It is. It's a copy of a text. It's one of several unholy books sacred to the goddess of Ergothoa. Okay. Uh, since you know Petros's uh, handwriting, yeah. you see his writing along margins all throughout the book. Okay. All right. Well, and then there's just the locked one and then the umbral leaves. So then um, Sonny picks up the umbral leaves, uh, a translation into common of the unholy book of Zon Cuthon. Zon Cuthon's a cool guy. Then there's just left the deep purple fancy looking book with the gold scarab on the front. Here's the thing. It's, it's called deep purple. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, looking at this book, roll me either an arcana, a history, or a local. Nope. 20 arcana. 17 local. No. What? You don't know. 20, huh? Wow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not sure what this is. All right. With a 20, you're like, yeah, maybe this looks a little familiar, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So what do you make for dinner, Paz? Like a like a good hearty salad of some kind. Nice. If there's you know if there's some meat on hand, you know some chicken or fish and there's uh, some no. bread. But you, cook, you cook the meat, meat. though. Yeah. <laughs> is that, is that okay? What does, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we can't all just sit around reading. Some of us have to do real work. <laughs> no, that's true. We can't all read. <laughs> <laughs> That would be. <laughs> I'm gonna take a, a, a plate over to uh, the sleeping Kendra's girl. Kendra's room. Okay. Just little little wrap on the. Oh, I was gonna say stealth check to creep in the room and slip the food <laughs> to uh, her. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not gonna just open it up, but I'll knock on and say, "Hey, uh, Kendra, I have some I have some dinner ready if you're hungry." She is fast asleep. Cool. I'll cover it up, set it aside. All right, so she's asleep. We're all just like crashing in her house, eating her food, reading her father's secret diary. I mean, he left everything to you. Well, technically, he didn't leave it to you. He left it to your father. Yeah, I think this is where the closest he's going to get, though. So it's interesting that he chose your father to leave these things to, mm -hmm. to do this mission. Apparently, he hung out with all kinds of weirdos. Maybe dad wasn't such a bad guy. No, he was. So you're sitting in this living room on chairs, flipping through books, eating salad. <laughs> what does the scene look like? What do you look like? Oh. Oh, yeah. We haven't done that yet. We, we survived mm. long enough. Good job, guys. We're, We're real care. We get to be real PCs Yay. now. <laughs> da -da -da. <laughs> Nutty and delicious. <laughs> uh, so Narcissa is very young. Like still in her teens, uh, long flowing, really really dark hair, uh, light complexion, and sharp teeth. Statuesque features, like very very well proportioned, very attractive to most humans and other similar types. 
her battle axe that she carries around with her is kind of intimidating and, and like another presence in the room. Oh, and she's got some like scarring on her forearms. Some cutting, maybe there's some biting, but there's like just her forearms are marked up on both sides. Okay. So yeah, she's sitting there just uh, just munching her salad with her feet up, and then I think after munching her salad after <laughs> she what she doesn't care she'll eat it whatever. <sighs> um, but then after dinner, I think she's going to uh, summon instrument and play on like a, a bass guitar, a very large bass guitar. Nice. Just kind of like thumping along after dinner. Tired of reading. So pause is healthy, but not fit necessarily. He's bald uh, and has a like markings on his scalp and neck of a hood with like astronomical sort of hood uh, astronomy astronomical does that work that way <laughs> I don't even well it's 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 like stars and comets and stuff like that oh so it's a hood with like a, an astrological pattern on it or yeah. astronomical pattern on it the astronomical uh, besides space hood. yeah not uh, yeah astrological no astrological is sign space sign. Hood. Signs. but it's not like but still signs. it's all stars and moons and shit so it's he's got stars and moons and shit on his face <laughs> on his face <laughs> no it's it's like it's like it's literally like a like a hood over his over his scalp and neck that kind of comes down across everything. He does have a hood, like an, a physical hood that goes up over it if he doesn't feel like having it out on display. But that's not, it's not like a tattoo. It's more of like a birthmark kind of thing, if you will. Probably a sort of faint silver glow to it. Is he taller or shorter than Narcissa? I think he's taller. I don't know. How tall is Narcissa? Um, she's only 5'10". That's legit. I think he's maybe a touch taller. Um, you know, a bit, he's a not bit a frontline fighter. He's not a frontline <laughs> fighter. But yeah, that's him. And he'll, he'll you know, enjoy his salad and uh, he'll probably do some cleaning up after. And not not one to leave a mess for, for Kendra. I'm sure that she would appreciate that. You know, if he gets all done cleaning up, he may... Pull pull a drum out and sort of beat along with the bass. Nice. Yeah. Very awesome. What about Sunny? Sunny is uh, three gnomes in a trench coat. Mm-hmm. No. Sunny is oh jeez, he's very yeah he's very handsome, blonde hair, kind of long and like very like bedheady. Like he doesn't really like keep it very kept and stuff. About the same size as uh, Narcilla actually. <laughs> and black eyes and he doesn't look like a nice guy his his uh clothes like leaves his like arms exposed and they're like covered in like ornate tattoos blonde kind of medium length uh, bedheaded hair very handsome features uh tattooed kind of kind of looks like the kind of guy that you would find hanging out in an alleyway um and you said black eyes are completely black yeah, even the like white really dark oh uh, no no yeah oh, okay the, the, yeah the sclera are still white but gotcha. like, yeah the viruses are are very dark i mean it might be like a dark brown if you really closely inspect it in the light yeah but <laughs> he would at like that, that point right. yeah, he's, he's gonna be all <laughs> squinting his eyes and not happy about that so <clears throat> Yeah, um, Sonny's probably was like picking, like he's eating the salad, but he's like, he doesn't look like too happy about the fact he's eating a salad. Like he's kind of like poking at it all a lot with his fork and kind of just like playing with it and eating it. It's... (laughs) 
And then eventually he'd uh, cast summon instrument as well and summon a uh, keyboard what? and start playing along. Because electricity is a thing. Uh, yeah, I Electronics, no. Yeah. It's, it's a crude keyboard, like a kind of a piano, a miniature piano with yeah. actual strings that or wind through like the bottom of it or something. Something, yeah. Some sort of contraption. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> sounds like one of those tinkling pianos that ding ba ding ba ding Probably almost sounds more like a xylophone at that rate. Right, like. right. Yeah. <laughs> Which, ooh, I kind of like that idea. That's got a nice creepy sound to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the three of you just sitting around playing your instruments. The hours are gross late. Do you sleep at night or do you Go wander around. No, night nights when we should go party. Yeah, the sun's going down. Party. We could go out for a while. It, it, this seems like with this small town, I'm guessing there's probably not much happening at night. Uh, I think it's late enough at night. Yeah, that's just us sleeping. Yep, is just you. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the thing. When are you gonna have us roll our saves for the daylight? Ah, that affects two oh, of the three of you. Right. You actually have to roll saves for that. Do you not have daylight sensitivity? No. You do though, right? I do, yeah. Okay. Ah. No, I'm I'm cool with that. And cool is it every day. hour? No, it's we roll it uh it, it is cumulative for for being in the sunlight for one hour. Can you be can you like cover yourself to nope. fight against Not without that? Without magical No. Wow. It's pretty mean. So basically we have to at the end of the day we roll a DC twenty four save. Okay. If, if we spend more than an hour in the sun, we have to, at the end of the day, roll a fort save. Yeah, I for sure got rid of that. <laughs> That's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the other two of you, Sunny, Narcissa, roll me your uh, DC 20 fort save. Oh, boy. I failed. What happens when you fail? I get a sunshine point. Million gold. I get a sunshine point. Does that sparkle with everyone? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I can rest for 12 hours in an area of dim or dark, or I take one sunlight syndrome point, and then I'll get a minus two on saving throws against sunlight syndrome as long as I have a syndrome point banked. DC is so high. Yeah. DC, DC 20. 20. Oof. Yeah. I didn't pass either. So, are you going to sleep for 12 hours? How are you well going not, to take I a mean, sunlight just, just point? Rest. <laughs> I like to think that just sitting around here and reading and eating counts as resting too, right? Or no? Resting is sleeping? Uh, didn't it say sleep specifically? It said rest. Oh, it, it said rest, resting? Rest for 12 hours usually, in the gym. Yeah, usually yeah. Like, for a, like a rest, you don't actually have to be asleep for 8 hours. Because sleeping for 12 hours seems excessive. I think, I think you have to sleep for so, 6. So, I feel like once we came in and I closed all the blinds, yes. like I was trying to start it the It would clock. start then. So, okay. it's been probably 3 And that was about 5 o'clock, you said. Yeah, it's and it's with the reading and the eating and the. It's been about three hours. So we could go out right now and be fine and do some stuff and come back and rest for twelve hours, or we could just keep resting right now and be good to go at like five in the morning, which doesn't doesn't seem ideal for it's us. Be bright again. Exactly. I don't like the sun. It's so loud. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> the sun's stupid. Well, if we've already been hanging out here for, yeah, three-ish hours, then we could just sleep for a few more and basically be... Be ready, ready at 5 a.m.? Yeah. 
but then before the sun rises it is winter so the sun wouldn't be rising until like eight ish or so so you'd have a little time to be out and about so then what would we do in the morning uh talk to temple of phrasma try and try and find out some more information about this prison kendra did tell you here at the Lowermore Place. Oh, speaking of which, you guys have been sitting around reading. Why don't you give me a knowledge history and a knowledge local? Or a knowledge local. History zero. Local seven. Nothing. 18 local? I don't hey. really know stuff. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? That's a mischievous look. My local. Uh huh. I rolled a natural eight. <gasps> oh! Eight's your number. Would you Eight's please explain number. to the audience? For some reason, for some reason, when I was born, eight was like my super, super extra lucky number. And somehow it had something to do with my brothers, too, or had something to do with my father or something. But eight is like an extra lucky number for me. So if I ever get a natty eight once per day, I can turn a natty eight into a 20. And it's the end of the day, so I'm going to do it right now. And uh, <laughs> this gives me an adjusted 19. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Oh, my goodness. Negative one. Uh, and what trait is that that you have? Uh, numerological gift, I believe it's called. Something like Yes, that. numerological gift. It's a fun trait. That's a super cool trait. So both with your reading, uh, which makes sense since... Paws didn't really read anything. Sunny mm-hmm. <laughs> and Narcissa. From reading through what you've read through at the Lorimore Place, um, you know that originally Harrowstone housed only the local criminals, but uh, its fame and high security status gained popularity and, mm. it's, and spread to neighboring counties. And then over time... Um, Distant lands begin sending the worst of their worst to mm-hmm. that prison. So it's like Alcatraz or Azkaban. Right. Exactly. Like is there anything else you want to look into besides, I mean, with while you're reading, is there any other books you're looking for specifically? Uh, information besides just about Harrowstone? I was looking for any books that looked like they were unique. Books that were not, not textbooks, but something that was just written what about one of a kind. Info about the way... I mean, I don't imagine you have. Does he have any books on the Whispering Way or that mention the Whispering Way? Mm. He does. He does. Oh, well, I got to grab that. So roll me a knowledge arcana or religion. Ooh, arcana. It's the one that I've actually got. 22. Wow. Okay. You would know uh, now that this library is limited, so it's not going to have as much information. But you would know that the Whispering Way is a sinister organization of necromancers that have been active in the inner sea region for thousands of years. Hey, yeah, these guys are OG. Necromancers. OGN. They're OGNs. I've heard they're a pretty lively crowd. <laughs> Can't keep them down. So we want to find out this like prisoner list that they that he talked about. Yeah, unless he already found it. He said he was going to go try and get it. Yeah, but then he died. So Kendra did tell you that besides the books here, that you could also go to the Temple of Phrasma, as Mm -hmm. is mentioned in the letter as well. The Town Hall has records, and the Unfurling Scroll, which is Alendru's place. 
We can get up before the sun and actually get some stuff done if we just rest right now. As we're playing on our instruments, we're not going hard. We're not jamming. Does that count as rest too? Can we just kind of like chill, You're indoors. Chill. You're sitting around. It's mellow. Yeah. We're doing like some sublime yeah. groove stuff. <laughs> yes. You're de-stressing from your day. So yeah, we do that for like four hours and then actually crash down and sleep. I need everybody to give me a will save. Oh, oh because wow. we're sleeping in this haunted house? <laughs> haunted oh. house. You're funny. <laughs> no, no, no haunted house. <laughs> All right, Narcissa, come on. Watch this be the another natural eight. I'm like, oh, I should have saved it. It is another natural eight. Nice. I should have saved it. <laughs> wow. Oh man. No. So that gives you a seven? No, it gives me a nine. Oh, okay. I do have. A, I have a will. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so twenty-three. Okay. Oh God. I got a 23 if you subtract 20 from that. <laughs> Three is your total? Uh, actually, four is my total. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what happened. Did you all come into a horror AP with, with no will. will saves? No, I, pl- <laughs> I did I have a plus one. <laughs> That is I didn't come in with sunlight sensitivity or a negative will save. <laughs> Somebody came prepared. Right. It wasn't me. <laughs> when Narcissa dies, will you build my next character? Uh, and where are you sleeping? There are two bedrooms open because Kendra's in the third. Mm-hmm. And there's also, you know, couch and chairs and living, living did, area. Did she ever wake up or is she still? Did she ever? She's, <laughs> that was ominous sounding. She's it's still only asleep. been a few hours. So well, cause she yeah. said she was going to get up in an hour. <laughs> sure. So that's why I'm just wondering. Yeah. You know, grief. I, I would like to check in and, like, make sure I can, like, hear her snoring or she's something. She's breathing. Okay. Heel check. <laughs> make good. sure she's breathing. Yeah, yes. I mean, just to, she's just to check to see that she's, like, alive. Cause and she's not breathing. No, she's breathing. <gasps> she's fine. <No. laughs> she's breathing fire. <laughs> <sighs> just spitting, spitting 36 bars. Tell, like. us, <laughs> tell us about this <laughs> will save. Why did you have to remind her? She had completely forgotten about <laughs> oh, that and moved on. No, I hadn't. We were about to just wake up and go to the Frasma Well, where temple. did you guys go to sleep? <laughs> There's two bedrooms. They each have one bed in them. You know, a I'm more comfortable big, sleeping alone. So you could probably alone. fit two people in a bed. Yeah. If you guys are okay with that, but if it's a issue, then she'll probably go along with whatever, but... I mean, that's fine. She'd definitely prefer to be alone. I've got a um, I've got a hammock too. If there's a place to hitch one up, but if there's not, then like that's fine. You could take the living room. We could all three have separate rooms. Is what yeah. you're thinking? Just if there's something. Yeah. Okay. That works. So, Sunny's in a room, and Narcissa's in a room, and Paz is in the living area. Well, Sunny. Yes. Everybody's sleeping, but you are startled awake by a sound you don't recognize. Eh? You wake up, and you're sitting on the couch in the living area. You see Narcissa and Paws lying on the ground. I don't think I fell asleep on the couch. I kind of, like, look around, confused. When you speak, it's almost as though there's a wall around you. It echoes in your own ears, but doesn't seem to go any further. Well, this is strange. Guys? Guys? You look up at the wall, and the letter S appears in blood, and it starts dripping down the wall. 
Mother? Mother? And he's going to try to start summoning his Eidolon if he's able to. And this, my lovely darklings, is where our fates will be severed and where we will What? Be. No, wait, what about me? What about me? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I failed my save. I feel like with these, if this is going to be the, the way this goes, Paz is just going to have a great time. You guys are going to be like all messed <laughs> up psychologically. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to be skipping through this all like, innocently. Man, what a great day this was. How are you guys doing? <laughs> he's coming up with like souvenirs. Yeah. He's got teddy bears from the fair. From the gift shop yeah. at the prison. Bought a t-shirt. Pen- yeah. <laughs> Bought this tiny electric chair. <laughs> kind of shirt that says sun's out, gun's out. <laughs> Well, thank you for uh, joining us on the Dimension Door Severed Fate. Until next time, may your nightmares be sweet. As always, we'd like to formally invite Bruce Campbell to come join us. Yes, yes. Bruce, yes. I, if you're listening, it's if you're out there, it's long overdue. We love you. It's I time. could totally write an NPC part you're for always, you. You're always welcome. You can you can even be the bad guy. Yeah, and kill say, them. You, can, you can even kill us. We wouldn't even. We'd be, we'd be happy. <laughs> what would be mad? No. So if any of our fans know anyone who knows anyone who knows anyone who knows Bruce Campbell, put the word out. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. I want to extend a big thank you to a local Phoenix, Arizona band, Adivant, for allowing us to use their awesome music for our combats. You can catch them on any platform where you listen to your music. Also, a big thank you to Ethan Scott for co-writing the music with Zach for our Dampier band when they jam, for creating the amazing cover art for Dimension Door and Severed Fate, and for use of his horror-filled brain that he lets me pick at when I'm in need of more ideas. I also want to thank Sirenscape for providing some of the creepy ambiance you hear, and Mr. Bob Bruce. If not for Bob's serendipitous receipt of a case of Pathfinder Core rule books that he distributed to friends four years ago, we may have never started this crazy adventure. And finally, thank you to my favorite man anywhere, Zach, for his tireless hours of editing and sound design on all the Dimension Door episodes. <laughs>